0: All right, for this episode we'll be talking about buffalo springfield buffalo springfield again in the room i have rob hello and ben hello buffalo springfield again is the second album by buffalo springfield released on atco records on the 18th of november 1967 the producer is uh, buffalo springfield and jack nietzsche <clears throat> the genre is folk rock psychedelic rock hard rock the Canadian-American rock band Buffalo Springfield was only active from 1966 to 1968, but they did feature some of the most talented performers, including Stephen Stills, Neil Young, and Rich Gure. The band combined elements of folk and country music with British invasion and psychedelic rock influences, and along with the Birds, were part of the early development of folk rock or even country rock. Borrowing the name from a steamroller resurfacing a road in L.A., the band was more of a collective of songwriters rather than a standard band. Their hit, for what it's worth, was a snapshot of a generation ideals clashing as the folk psych protest movement was on the rise. The blending of Springfield's folk rock and country roots with the harder rock sound would become building blocks for later West Coast rock acts, such as the Eagles um, and even, you know, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival but the band's multiple directions by each of the group songwriters proved difficult as they each moved on to their own creative projects uh what did we think of buffalo springfield again didn't hate it did not hate it i also did not hate it
1: and uh i i didn't i I had a feeling that it was neil young because it sounded exactly like him (laughs) Um, but i actively didn't look up anything about this band um i surprised to hear that steven stills was uh was one of the guys but yeah every like every song that like who i thought was probably neil young was singing fucking loved it man it Mm -hmm. was uh like pretty cool shit um like a a a breath of fresh air compared to uh some of the other records of the time that we've been uh been listening to as well
0: yeah i thought this was a um, I had always kind of had the inkling. Uh, I never really listened to Buffalo Springfield. I've always listened to Neil Young, and uh, I don't know for some reason I've just never got into Buffalo Springfield. So it was ni- nice to listen to this and kind of hear where this this kind of music started. And I wrote down, you know, this is a predecessor of Eagles, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Wilco. You know, uh, would be a modern one, but just. Interesting, interesting tunes. Yeah, a uh, song that I heard that struck me most as, like, a,
2: a predecessor to, like, the California country rock genre, like, you know, yeah, Eagles, but also, like, Flying Burrito Brothers and mm-hmm. later Birds, uh, was the track two, A Child's Claim to Fame, which, like, I, I'm not that familiar with the the members of Buffalo Springfield that aren't Stephen Stills or Neil Young. But that was uh, one of the ones that, uh, Fury, what's his first name? Uh, Rich- Richie? Mario. Yes, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the ones that he wrote. And uh, for me, it was uh, one of the standout tracks on the record. Uh, I've got a few. But I was pleasantly surprised to see that one of the standout tracks on this record for me wasn't by either of the two songwriters that I was pretty familiar with. Yeah uh that being said having three songwriters you know it's pretty famous that there was clashes of leadership in this band and i think that it, it it's apparent listening to it 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 sounds fractured it sounds disjointed it sounds like it sounds like a like a steven stills and neil young
0: like split 7 inch you know yeah every song sounds like they worked on their own song uh, you, they have their own thing going on there not to bring it back to the beatles but i think some of the later beatles like you get this like very direct this is almost a different representation it kind of fits mm-hmm. in the same genre but it it sounds like that individual artist
2: but even on later beatles like as as like we mentioned a few episodes ago there's like if there's like a paul song you're going to be able to hear John's input on that song, whether it's like a line that he says yeah. or whether it's something, uh, I don't know if that would if That's just that we're so familiar, familiar with their personal, like musical aesthetics that we can easily do that more so than, I don't know, Neil Young and Stephen Stills are pretty strong musical aesthetics, but I like the Neil Young songs. I don't necessarily hear Stephen Stills in and the Stephen Stills songs out not hear Neil Young in that being said, uh, I, I liked I like uh, more of the songs in it that I don't like. The song that I don't like, I thought I really hated Stephen Stills' singing on it, but it turns out that it wasn't him at all. It was the, it was the drummer <laughs> Dewey Martin. That's uh, the song "Good Time Boy." There's a bunch of there's a bunch I, of like. I, I, so
1: can I can I read for a second? Yes, I, I wrote I wrote down next to "Good Time Boy." I'm having a bad time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, but the, the, the vocal delivery is just so forced, bluesy, like, really? like ugh, yeah, ugh, and, uh, yeah, know, t- yeah, turns I out, out it was
0: the drummer. Talking. I know which one you're talking yeah. about, Yeah. yeah! see that too uh i thought that a lot of two times too the like or- orchestral parts were very engaging very interesting to hear within this sort of like country uh melodic country almost like these sweeping melodies of, of
1: yeah know, things yeah i mean there there was a whole whole lot like that i i I just wouldn't have expected like yeah. from these like again I I had no idea who was in the band but like who who was involved with this and what they came up with like it, it's pretty it's pretty fucking cool like I I didn't like all of it but I mean the ones that I did like I I actively enjoyed and that's uh, like for for this era of music and for me like specifically listening through it like that, that's a it's a hell of a compliment from. For me, definitely. Like, I, I'm, I'm. I. I really liked it. Did you know that Steven Stills tried out for the Monkees? <laughs> I did not know
2: that.
0: Well, he's not that good. <laughs> uh, so their debut was recorded fairly quickly but this one it took a nine month span uh, Whoa. Because there were is it because
2: Neil Young kept on quitting
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yes it actually was <laughs> a part of it uh, he yeah, quit and rejoined the group several occasions uh, most notably for the Monterey Pop Festival uh, it's like
2: he would quit every time he <laughs> left town Where,
0: he's like <laughs> David Crosby I'm going to substituted <laughs> in his place for yeah. the Monterey Pop Festival uh, at the request of Stephen Stills uh, but no, there were, there was, you know, various, various factors, but yeah, it is funny though, that it seems like Neil Young just really didn't want to be in the band. He just wanted to do his own thing. Yeah. But you know, if, you know,
2: if we know anything about Neil Young, he just wants to do his own thing yeah. in, in, in
1: general, my favorite grumpy old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what was uh, what, what was the your, the standout track on this record for you? Um Ben. Actually, I I really liked uh Expecting to Fly, which we just got
2: done listening to in our own headphones, which was a, young, a a young track.
0: Yeah, I liked Broken Arrow too, which is a young track. I
2: liked parts of Broken Arrow, but then it would like go like it would like go into a like do a calliope thing, like sound like a circus yeah. organ, and I know it was California in the 60s. But I, I almost I just wish it was more of just like a cohesive track.
1: Yeah, it it it, it knocked me out of it yeah, too. Yeah. And that, that might just be the age on it. Um yeah, Expect and Fly, yeah, I I wrote down next to it like really cool arrangements and a a, a really neat song. Uh the one that we're listening to right now, Bluebird, I wrote Nope. Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point. <laughs> and why is the song four and a half minutes long? question mark. Like this the, is a Steven Stills composition. Yeah, and that, that uh Every song I enjoyed was uh, pretty much like I, all, all new Young. Then, like really, yeah. The I guess so, they so the,
0: only two tracks.
1: Well, okay. Uh, oh, go, sorry, I'll, three tracks. I'll go through it and you tell me. Okay. Uh, Mister Soul, I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Young. Child's Claim to Fame. I was, I said I don't hate it, it so was, which means I or, liked it. A yeah. yeah um, expecting to Fly, I liked it. Um, young. Uh, Rock and Roll Woman. That stills. What? Oh shit! Well, I I like a stills thing. That, yeah. I thought that was a great jam. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Broken Arrow was the one that was like, why is the intro like this? And then like, shit, the song is awesome. And then mm-hmm. like, oh,
2: what's happening again? It, it, like what y- what you said, it would it would take me out of it.
1: Yeah, I I described it as when you're at that point of drunk where you're browning out, <laughs> and like you just like you. You come back to consciousness, but you're in, like, a totally different place. Yeah. And then it goes back to being bad. And then, like, you're in... Like, it just basically time traveling through it. Like, I don't know if they were they were going for, uh, this is what drugs are like. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, well, it, it, it can, seemed like it.
0: Uh, I mean, it consists of three different par- parts that it goes in and out. And actually, I was just reading up that... Um, the applause is not taken from a Buffalo Springfield show; it's taken really? from a Beatles show. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: the the when Broken Arrow starts out, it's a recording of the song Mister Soul, but it's not Neil Young singing. Right. Do you, Do you know who's singing Neil Young's song uh, at the beginning of this other Neil Young song?
0: It's just, it just says it's uh, recorded live in the studio. Huh. Oh. Weird. It
2: could have been, I guess. Apparently everyone in the band, including the drummer, sang, so it could have yeah. been anyone. Yeah. Could have been even old, old Dewey Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Who is in the Standells, by the way? <laughs> I like the Standells. I think he's better behind the drum kit than behind the microphone. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: But yeah, for the most part, I thought that the record held up as sort of that early, I don't want to say Americana, because it's definitely it's mm-hmm. not that. It's it's more that country feel, laid back. West California Co- country. California yeah. country. Yeah. Country, yeah.
1: Country folk rock.
0: Yeah. For the shirt
1: yeah the shirt. anything you can blow my mind with uh, fact wise since I didn't look anything up
0: not really not other than the lineup of the of the group um cause obviously they all they all went on to do their their own thing so Neil
2: Young and Stephen Stills couldn't be in this band together but they could be in Crosby Stills Nash and Young together <laughs> that's because uh, maybe what, Cros- we need, what we need is more songwriters guys <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like to think uh, that
1: Crosby was the uh, the filling of that sandwich, maybe yeah, uh, and yeah. then Young was the, uh, the the glass of milk.
2: <laughs> well I guess you know maybe given Neil Young often quit, Crosby still smashing young also. Yeah.
0: Maybe that also it was that when you recognize that, hey, we're all individual writers, but we're going to be in this group. You know, having that preconception of of saying, "Yeah, we are going to all have different songs. Let's help each other," you know, write those songs. Four dudes with guitars. Instead of just saying, "Oh no, we're just the band." A lot of guitars.
1: (laughs) A lot of ego, man. No, I, I I was I was pleasantly surprised by this record. It it rocked way more often than I ever anticipated. Buffalo Springfield would, and I'm Ooh. excited to know that Neil Young went not that that young man went not and did some uh, some pretty cool things later on. I hear.
2: My biggest critique with this record is I, I don't think it's that cohesive of a record. I think it sounds like a bunch of songs.
1: Oh yeah, it's it, it's yeah, it's dudes doing this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that's the the record. I'm glad yeah. it was only ten songs mm-hmm. because
0: um, yeah, it's the right amount of like yeah. the length is is right on. Thirty-three minutes. I just looked it up. Um,
2: it's a good length of a record made by people who don't like each other. Yeah, yeah definitely.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So, how do we feel about it? Yeah, absolutely. Then give it a give it a gander. It's a, gonna, uh, yeah. I'll thumbs up this. You're That's gonna give a, it a positive. Yeah, I it it's worth the uh, worth the price of admission, and it's much better than a lot of the shit that was happening around it. Hmm. I'm gonna give it a neutral. Mm-hmm. I I
2: think that uh it's not as great as the sum of its parts
0: okay i kind of feel the same way on the on the the album it's like i have certain songs that i i go with you know maybe like half the album and then the other half i'm like meh nah. so yeah i'd probably be like a neutral if i could be in between i would but isn't neutral in between no, I'm just saying if I could be like a. If you could give it a B plus, you would. Exactly. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure.
0: But but I I will go with the, nice. the neutral, just a
2: solid eighty percent. Cool just, guys. Just because <laughs> I
0: I feel like uh, in our sort of grading system, we're going plus is like I will go out and I will tell someone, hey, check out this yeah. album. Mm. Uh, a neutral will be just like yeah, it's cool to listen to. I might put it on again some other time. A negative is like. I will actively tell someone not to listen to right. this album.
2: This record, I think, like if you're a fan of Neil Young or Stephen Stills or Crosby, Stills and Nash or Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young, yeah. you know, know your roots. Yeah, but to just like the general person's like, I like music. It's not necessarily something I would be like.
0: Well, then you gotta listen to this. Yeah. Hmm. Come on. Yeah, this one's pretty cut and dry for me because they were such. Uh, the reason is I I did research, but they weren't a band for very long and all the other things focus on their individual careers yeah. and so as a as a cohesive band if you're if you're trying to find a lot of information uh, about the band it's just not i'm glad this band existed
2: there. because it you know it started some other cool stuff
1: Yeah, there's a whole shit ton of talent that was rolling around in this yeah. and yeah. Uh, i'm glad it found a uh, a, a place after this band. But yeah, I, I guess the reason why this is in here is uh, aside from there are some sweet tracks is the importance of this band going forward. Yeah. hmm Was anyone else surprised? Like I didn't read the track listing
2: going in, but I saw that we were listening to a Buffalo Springfield record. And then when we got to the end of it and I hadn't heard for what it's worth yet, I was really confused. <laughs> like if there's one, there, so we're listening to one Buffalo Springfield record and it's not the one with their hit. Yeah. Like,
0: like it, it, it's strange it makes sense. It's happened like, several times yeah. uh, with with the albums that we've so, like uh, that they've selected in this book. I find that very odd when it's like the hit is not on the album. It's another one of
2: those things though, like Strawberry Fields, where that, for what it's worth, was released as a single after their first album came out, and it was on reissues of their first album, but it wasn't on the original first album but since it's on reissues of their first album it also wasn't on their second album so that's their hit songs technically not on any of their albums by the rules of this book cuz this book mm. goes by first
0: issues if that song would have been on here i would probably if that song man. had been on here i'd give it a yeah that's definitely a positive great song yeah absolutely all right uh next time we'll be talking about captain beefheart and his magic band safe as milk thanks y'all you're welcome
1: So you drive on the hills forget fear getting it
0: on a second gear.